0: Hey, this is Alison Ponteguro, country music journalist, and you are listening to the Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast with Jillian and Aaron Shriver.
1: Welcome to the Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast with Aaron Shriver, brought to you by Arlo Revolution. Each week, Aaron connects melodies and memories with fans and artists from all genres of life. When all else in life is gone, only music will be left to leave the legacy of life's adventures. Please welcome your host for the Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast, Aaron Shriver.
2: Hello and welcome everyone to season five of the Bass Basil Memphis podcast, a place where we connect melodies to memories. I'm your host, Aaron Schreiber.
3: And I'm your co host, Jillian Schreiber.
2: Our mission tonight is to provide a platform for motivated singer songers, passionate fans, or someone who's making a difference in and around the music community. We hope everyone listening leaves inspired with a positive outlook on life and begins connecting their own melodies to memories. Today we are presented by our good friends at Arlo Revolution, cinematic wedding films, music videos, and promos. Find them at arlorevolution.com. One Tree Planted, for every 1,000 downloads of the show, we plant a tree with One Tree Planted. Download the show on your favorite podcast app, and then Poddex. Poddex are the hottest tool to get your next great interview, unique interview questions in the palm of your hand. Our on-screen sponsors are Art on a Higher Wire by Joel, original and custom artwork, inspired by your life moments, treasured photos, and memories, and Shed Services. At Shed Services, we offer a full range of maintenance services depending on your needs. Find them at ShedServices.com. If you're looking for ways to support or sponsor Getting Fast on Memphis, then please head over to our Patreon page. Tier start at just $1 and when you sign up for a full year, you get two months free. If Patreon is something you can't do, the next best way to support the show is to like, share, review, and subscribe anywhere you can find the show. And remember, you can join us live every Monday night, which we're normally Monday nights, at 7 p.m. Central on Facebook and YouTube where you can interact with the show, ask questions, and join in on our live chat with your favorite guest. Uh, visit on Memphis.com for constant reviews, playlist links, and more. Uh, we do thank every one of our sponsors and everybody for continuing support and growth of the show. We've got to do some really cool stuff lately. So thank you guys for what we got to do, and especially that writers' round we just kind of talked about. And that's where he kind of brings us to tonight with our guest. Um, when I was looking for uh, kind of the round off our, our – yeah, just round off our round, if you want to say. I, I, I always – heard about michael and i never really looked into a lot of him and now i'm realizing i think i've probably seen him live probably like half a dozen times in cover bands mm-hmm. <laughs> over the years uh just throughout chicagoland but uh, tonight we welcome in michael keys for episode 124 uh michael is a native right here in chicago but has big dreams he's chasing nashville grinding his teeth for a few years in cover bands he's now playing his originals and making fans everywhere he plays tonight we are honored to discuss the melodies and memories that make up his journey Dude, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you and actually sit down and talk to you, to you a little bit. I know we briefly briefly spoke at Live Oak. Uh, not too long ago, and I love throwing pictures up while we talk, Uh, kind of show your journey. And I love starting with this one because it's opening day, dude. And we're <laughs> we're talking on baseball's opening day, Cubs won, and you're a Chicago native. So welcome.
4: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thanks again for having me, y'all.
2: Dude, we're excited, man. Um, I, I like to start this show, and I always like to throw it back. Um, So I do want to throw it back to Illinois, man, when you're growing up. Maybe it was playing right in the house. Maybe your parents played around. Uh, played around this is your first musical memory you have and maybe your first concert you ever kind of attended to that you actually have a memory from.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my first concert experience was um, the uh, summer of 2008, 2009. Um, it was the tour of Rascal Flats and uh, Taylor Swift is on that tour and um, I think Eric Church is actually supposed to be on that tour too but then <laughs> yeah. that was that was, uh, was that two I think that was 2006 that
3: uh, yeah. 2006, 2006 okay. yeah, That's yeah because it
2: was. that was
4: the one he got fired from in mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden
3: yes. Taylor took yep. his spot yep yeah. yep it was that. yeah
4: but that, that was my that was my first ever concert it was at uh, um, well now I, I don't know what it's called now but back then it was called you know First Men Was Banking theater
3: mm-hmm.
4: new
2: world tweeter center <laughs> <laughs> yeah new world
4: tweeter center <laughs> <laughs>
3: whatever it's been over the years
4: <laughs> But yes, that that was my first concert experience. Um, it was a it was a great show. Uh, Gary Lavog, you know, he's just amazing at vocals. He's awesome. Um, and um, you know, my music memory me with my parents. You know, I remember back in the days. You know, um, my dad was actually the one who got me into country music. Um, you know, of course, growing up in Chicago, it's hard to like get into country music. But uh, my dad, he always loved it. Country was really was really hard back in the day. I think to come by in Chicago because. Oh yes, We
2: really didn't have much. US 99 was always good. We had Lisa Dent and Ramblin' Ray in the mornings, okay. so kind of growing up. Uh, did you have, I mean, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, how old are you?
4: I'm 30 years old.
2: 30, so about 10 years behind me. So yeah, I think you probably had a little bit of Lisa Dent, right? All right, cool. Yeah, because that was always the, my go to in the mornings, yeah, I guess. We it's at, for at, at least done,
4: Rambling Ray in the morning. Yep. yep.
2: So, but Chicago was always a hard market, I felt, for country music. I, I feel like it's really the last over the last 10 years kind of picked up a little bit more, but
4: oh, yes, a lot more.
2: <laughs> so, when, when you started uh, kind of writing music, did you start young or did you kind of wait till you were kind of playing music out and about?
4: Um, so yeah, I was first thrown out into uh, covers. Um, but um, it's it's actually strange how I first got into writing music. Um, because before I even decided to do country music, uh, I uh, was actually in a hard rock original band called delightful downfall. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we played a bunch of uh, local rock acts around town and, um, the reason why I decided to join a hard rock band was um, my vocal teacher at the time was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cause this was back way, like, way back like 2009, 2010. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the uh, country music, but I mean, rock's really big in Chicago. So you should do some rock music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, and the next, and the next day I, I literally had like the drummer of the band reach out to me and say, Hey, we're looking for a vocalist for a band. And I honestly thought they knew each other, but I found out that they didn't. It was just like, you know, a weird coincidence. And um you know i i uh, joined the band then and then i was with them for 3 years and so that was my first crack at songwriting actually
2: and was that fresh out of high school or were you still in high school when you guys got together
4: it was yeah near near the end of high school
2: nice um, nice yeah nice. so
4: it was like it was like my last couple of days of my senior year wow i gotta
2: say man i saw i saw the list of some of these venues man i put these in the notes but it's like metro house of blues tell me about playing some of these famous chicago venues at,
3: at,
4: oh, in was, high school it dude yeah it, it, it was fun it was fun um especially like you know seeing like these national acts too and you yeah. know we my um my band actually had we had the opportunity to open for buck cherry nice uh, yeah, yeah. And that was going to be at Congress Theater, but I don't know if you remember. Back in 2011, we had a huge snowstorm mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yep, um, it was actually during the weekend of that snowstorm.
3: Oh.
4: Um, so yeah, that can- that gig got canceled, and we got uh, the gig at the rave instead, as more of like you know replacing that, and also the gig in the Metro as well. Um, so yeah, being at being at those places, they were those were just really cool. Um, especially House of Blues, uh, House of Blues. We had uh, we had a we had a sold out show uh, for our originals and you know we had such a great fan base around the chicagoland area uh so um especially house of blues was probably my favorite gig with them. Yeah, just all, all the musicians that you know that have graced that stage before and um being there that day and just it, it was like it was like my first real experience i'm like this this is it this is this is cool yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is rock star life yeah oh yeah man what's, what's the
2: memory you have about playing at the rave man because that, that's one of my favorite venues we were just there last night mm-hmm. and I love going there and seeing a show, but what's a good memory you have from that place?
4: Oh man. I mean not a good memory, but I got a speeding ticket going up to the <laughs> <laughs> we've been to, we've been we, that, that we, that. That we been pretty good. We 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 were running late to the gig and I was driving and um I'm like, all right, I, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going and then you no, know, we're in Wisconsin and the cops like chilling under the bridge. He's like oh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I got my first beating ticket uh, driving to the Rays, so that's my memory. But the show itself, um, we we open up for Escape the Fate uh, right. back at the Rave. Um So yeah, that that was a fun show. Um, I didn't get to meet Escape the Fate, but um, <laughs> it, they they threw a heck of a show, and yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good time.
2: I used to. I mean, this is probably, we're probably we started dating. Well, this is probably before he was playing around there. But you know the band Lucky Boys Confusion.
4: Lucky Boys Confusion.
2: Nope. No, no, they're a, they're a Chicago, so they're a big Chicago right. band. They're, we used to go see them a lot, but that was like two thousand five. Yeah, we're a little bit
3: older. <laughs> I think <that> was before.
2: Yeah, that was, a, he was probably right before you, right before your time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, before we get too far down the road, uh, we're still around a little after high school. I was reading a little bit about high school competition, uh, talent competition. Oh. uh that you won man i don't know if this is a story you want to share but i want to know about this cowboy hat man it's a hundred dollar <laughs> cowboy hat that you got a little excited on
4: <laughs> um yeah so uh that that was actually my very first ever musical performance yeah. um was that talent show um i um growing up i was always a closet singer i didn't want anybody to know <laughs> um, I enjoyed singing cause I'm, um, you know, all through middle school, like, I got picked on a lot and I was afraid, like, you mm-hmm. know, kids around school found out I was singing to just be another thing to latch on to as they were picking on me. So, yeah. um, I kept it, I kept it quiet, but then, um, it was up until I was, um, starting my junior year and I was hanging out with some friends of mine. We had a bonfire and, um, you know, boom box is playing and in the boombox box comes, a, I believe I can fly. And I mean, when that song comes out, you just have to, you know, just belt it out. Mm. So, um, I belt, I, so I did. And then my friend stopped the boombox, box and everyone's like looking at me. They're like, do you know, you sound really good. I, <laughs> I'm like, really? I didn't think so. Cause I mean, I didn't know if I sounded good or not. It was just, uh. it was just something I enjoyed to do. Like, I just love singing. Like I love singing along to the radio, all the country songs, uh, everything. And uh, so to hear actually somebody say that I sounded good, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I never knew that. Thanks. <laughs> and um, So leading up to the talent show, that year was the talent show. My friends were like, dude, you got to totally try out for the show. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I think it'll be fun. And um, I did the show. And um, I, remember, I remember picking a song for the show. Um, I was scrolling through my iPod. And I'm like, what's the sad song that I can play that's going to make people cry? And <laughs> I'm already there by Lone Star. That mm-hmm. was the song. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's an awesome song.
4: And um, so, yeah, I did the I did the show. Um, it was my first time singing, so I was nervous as heck. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, it, it was, um, so I went to Carl Sandburg High School. I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of that school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so very, very big school, and they had a big auditorium. So, you know, pretty much, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the students were in this auditorium watching this uh, talent show. And I'm like, okay, I, I go to class with these kids, and they're about to hear me sing for the first time. Cool, um, and uh, so I sang, and it was great. And at the end, um, they announced me as the winner of the town show, and I was just so excited, like I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't believe it, um, because I mean there there are so many other great acts that night, like kids have been doing this their whole lives, and you know I, I just come on stage for the first time, like yeah I can I can sing, um, and uh, <laughs> so, so where the hat comes from, um, the hat actually belonged to my brother, okay. Um, it's, it's got a Superman. Lo- it's a, it's just a, you know, a nice thing, you know cowboy hay hat and uh, it's uh, got a Superman logo in the front and he was a big Superman fan. Um, so when I did, when I was doing this show, uh, he was like, dude, you're doing country music. You need to wear this hat. <laughs> so um, I, I wore that hat and you know, when I found out I won, I was just so excited that I took the hat and I just decided to throw it in the crowd. <laughs> Screw it. Screw it. So I just threw it in the crowd and Oddly enough, I threw it right to my dad. Oh. <laughs> not, it was not that's planned at intervention all. Like,
3: right there. <laughs> what's that? I said, that's intervention right there.
4: Oh, yes, yes. Um. So, yeah, I threw it right to my dad and, like, not planned at all or anything. And so when I come down the stage and I'm talking to my family, uh, my dad, the very first thing he said to me, he's like, Mike, this is a $100 hat. <laughs> you just threw, you just threw it in the crowd like it was nothing. What the hell's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but what did you tell him next? Though I mean, you gotta be like, dude, I, I was aiming for you though,
4: right? Aren't you aiming that's for exactly, him? That's what I, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, I was aiming for you. What are you What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
2: dude, I, I knew where you were. I was right for you, Dad. I was like, yeah, I was coming yep. for you. <laughs> I love that man. I was kind of researching for the story. I kind of came across that. I think it was a picture, and I was like. That's a cool yep. story. I want to hear that story. So <laughs> yeah, so, I
4: mean, if, if it wasn't for that story, I probably wouldn't be here today as a musician because that—that yeah, that was my first ever performance, and then winning that show, uh, watching you know these people that I go to school with and everybody just like stand up cheering for me, like that was the confidence I needed. That okay, maybe I should you know give this singing a try. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was right then that I started taking vocal lessons, and then you know went to the hard rock band and so on and so yeah. on. So yeah, it's that—that that was like my all-time favorite performance and if it wasn't for that i, uh,
2: I would be and it, it looked like your parents were such huge supporters even when we had the writers around I me and your mom was there dude it was amazing yep. dude it was cool and yep. uh and that's all, we'll get into it later on but one of the songs that you did that i'm still so Huck- hooked on the damn song <laughs> i love it man. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about that one a little bit but uh dude so Going through all this, um well, well I think with twenty eighteen I was looking at this. You were what was this the Coors light break break competition, Country Thunder. Tell me a little bit about that. First off, we met at Country Thunder, so we kinda hold it Country Thunder's a little soft spot in our hearts.
4: <laughs> <laughs> love love me some Country yeah, Thunder. Yeah, man. Wow. So tell me about
2: tell me about this competition doing this. I mean going from one high school now to 2018 doing this competition.
4: <laughs> yes, so so that was um uh, Big 95.5 Uh, when that when that radio station was still going on, um, mm-hmm. they were hosting a uh, singer songwriter competition, uh, sponsored by Coors Light, and uh, the competition was you know you just submit an original song, and then you go through a couple uh, rounds like you know semifinals round, the finals round, mm-hmm. and. Um, when you win you get the uh, opportunity to play at country thunder on the main stage nice. um and uh so how i first heard about that I, like one of my one of my friends i think told me about it and um just say like you know if you have an original song you should totally like you know do this it's, it'll be fun and um i'm like yeah i, I think it'll be cool um so i just uh, looked for uh an original song that i wrote so i so back when i was uh uh, writing with uh, Delightful Downfall. I was writing these hard rock songs. Um, and then when I went to uh, college, uh, late, so after Delightful Downfall, I, I transferred to uh, university. I went to Northern Illinois University. All right. All right. And um, in, my, in my spare time at Northern, um, I was writing songs, you know, just, just for myself, just with the guitar. And um, at that time, those were the only songs really that I had. Uh, so in 2018 came Right, well, that, that that was back in like, you know, 2014, 2015. I've been selling these originals forever, not doing anything with it. And, you know, 2018, this comp- competition came. And um, these were songs that I had. So I'm like, okay, I'll just pick the one that I like the best. And um, I sent in this song called Instead. Um, right. And it's just a song that I wrote pretty much saying, pretty much, you know, describing all the things that you could be doing. But instead, you're kicking it with your best girl. Wow. Well, so yeah, it's a fun, fun little uh, country pop tune. Um, yeah. I figured I figured it'd be great for radio friendly and everything. So.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: uh, so, yeah. So I I submitted that, and then um, then uh, they reached out to me saying, "Hey, congratulations! We just like you as one of the semifinalists." So uh, I showed up to the semifinals. Uh, it was at o- the competitions were held at Old Crow Smokehouse in downtown. Okay. Yeah. Love those bars. Yeah, um, man. Love those bars. Um, but yeah, so the semifinals there, and it was between like eight, I think, eight other acts. And then um, I, w- I made it to the finals after that. And then the finals were just down to the four. And um, during this competition, we had to play like you know these uh, cover songs and also our original song. And the finals, uh, I actually got to uh, meet uh, Craig Campbell. Uh, Ooh, Craig Campbell yeah. was uh, at the finals. He was doing a little performance after a while the judges were picking the winner. Um, so meeting him and seeing him play it was just awesome. Oh, yeah,
2: that's cool. Yeah, I did. I'm a big fan of Craig Campbell, dude, for sure. Yep. Did, it was cool, yeah. like uh, reading into that. Now, were you did you already join or were you with Rockstar Rodeo around that time? I was, yes, okay, man, because that, that's where I think I probably where we've crossed before. I think you guys, I don't know if you guys used to play out by us, but I like I know I've seen them before because we were uh, I'm sure you've heard Bella Kane, right? Yep. So, we were we were up by the Bella Kane territory, I would say, okay, <laughs> so we were like <laughs> we were right outside of the Kenosha area, so we would go and yep. see them, but Get we the we would have. kind of go out and did you guys did you used to play Winthrop Harbour at all, though? Do you remember? Used to, used to play where? Did you used to play Winthrop Harbour at all? Um, I'm not sure. I think that um, was the I'll, band I'll that used band. to play that white trailer back in the day.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah,
2: you remember. Yeah. <laughs> I literally
3: know. have no idea what you're talking about, white trailer.
2: <laughs> Over at the Schlater building, they used to have that band they played every year. Oh, or, that... Yeah. No, that was Hillbilly Rockstars, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's three. There's three <laughs> of the big ones over here, man. I know you guys, but uh, yeah, there's, there's, so
4: there's when there's you're so bands, man. Hell I yeah, guess. dude! It's just, it's just a big community, a big family.
3: Yeah, awesome. That. Um,
2: yeah. But Where I'm kind of going with it, you, you through the circuit and playing all the different local clubs and bars. You got to play Joe's, and yeah. uh, as a cover artist, uh come in there and play Joe's. But then later on uh, down the road, you got to come back and play again. When you got to come back and play, Joe's for you, and kind of came a little full circle. Tell me a little bit about that night.
4: Um, so yeah, that night, you know, I was you know uh, going through an original act, uh, just playing my originals and a couple covers. Um, so when I had that show planned, I was just you know getting people together for a band, and um, I got my buddies uh, Jeff Jombrowski, uh Matt Adelberger, Nick Adelberger. Um, they're they're from a band called uh, Cowboy Jukebox. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of them, but um, yeah, another. No, country cover band around town but uh you know they they always told me like hey if you ever do originals or anything you know let me know I'd love to yeah. uh get on that get on that gig with you so when I got asked to do this Joe's gig I um you know reached out to them and they're like done let's do it and uh so we were uh just practicing and it was hard because at that time I was in Nashville and they were still up in Illinois um so I I was just you know had these new originals I just written and I was sending them to them and I'm like, okay, these are originals, uh, just play off of what you can do. And, um, they did such a great job. So yeah. I, I, would not have been able to pull that show off if it wasn't for them being able to play my originals. That was just so cool just because, um, you know, I, I got to, see these people that i've you know know i got to invite so many of these people that i met throughout the years at shows yeah. you know my family my friends um and people who've seen me with Rockstar rodeo um people who i've met through the the Coors Light big break competition yeah. uh people i met at country thunder i yeah. mean like yeah uh, oh, man. so uh, all those i mean just seeing all those people and having them come for this show um i i, I remember um i was playing with other with other acts and uh we we uh we had so many people there at the show i think i sold probably close to 200 tickets oh yeah dude. Uh, so to have to have that many people to show up at joe's especially you know since they never even heard my results before um which is an amazing feeling
2: yeah i i love that That's. Very dude, cool. that's- that's more than a lot of artists I've seen that had debuts at Joe's. Uh, I mean, I've se- literally seen people that played a room of five people. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So, and they go on to be really huge names. So that's to awesome. have to have that dude, that's pretty damn cool. Uh, I mean, I, I love that. Um, yeah, so I think- what what finally pushed you to go to Nashville? Go from Chicago to Nashville? What finally made you just say, "I'm doing this. I'm going."
4: Uh, well, to be honest, I, you know, ha- I had a little bit of a, a falling in my life. Um, so when I back in uh, spring of 2018, I was uh, set to be engaged uh, with somebody. And but then I found out um, that they were doing something on the side that they shouldn't have been doing. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I had to call it, cancel, cancel the wedding, you know, cancel the engagement. And um, I, you know, was just planning on just being in Chicago with them and then eventually moving somewhere else. Um, so when that, when that happened, you know, my plans kind of altered and I was just sitting there thinking, you know, what I should, should I be doing next? Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I did, I did a lot of praying at that moment. Cause I, f- I feel like, you know, at that time, you know, I really, I really need to talk to God and find out mm-hmm. what his plan was for me. And, um, as I, you know, I prayed so much. I remember that whole weekend, I was just locked in my room, just praying. Um, and, um, uh, it just came down to um, I need to be happy again. Yeah. And one thing that made me happy was music. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, so it's music. So what can I do with music then? Like I'm doing the cover gigs here. These are fun, but you know, what's something else I can do with it. And at that time, a friend of mine uh, had just went to Nashville and uh she was telling me she's like yeah you know i think if i if i ever want to do music i i should definitely move to nashville and i just figured out it's a sign right there and i'm like yeah i think i think nashville is <laughs> it i I need, I need to just go down there and just do it right. um because it it was always in the back of my mind um that's just something that's like a maybe like it was like a dream to move down there um i remember i went the first time i came down to nashville was back in 2014 and it was my, my dad's uh, like little family vacation. Like he just sent us all down there. Um, and I remember like my dad, like the first thing he wanted to do when we got down there was just get me on stage somewhere and sing, uh, just because he knew how much I love that. Yeah. And um, so that that weekend was such a fun time. And I I haven't been back since I you know since I'm before I moved. And um, so it was always just like a dream destination for me to move to. And I figured you know I have nothing planned for tomorrow. I got, no, I got nothing to do. So that means I could do anything I want. So I'm going to, I'm just going to move. I'm going to do it.
2: That's right. So Good you, for you.
4: And sometimes you, yeah.
2: You just got to jump. Like I got, I always refer to that Steve Harvey bit where he just, he talks about jumping and sometimes you just got to do yep. it. You just get, you know, when it's the right time, you just got to do it and go and hope for the best. I mean, just, and I love it, man, because Sometimes those are the best stories. Dude. It's like, Hey, this is what's going on. That's what I'm doing, dude. Honestly, hearing it a couple weeks ago, dude, it's you, dude, you honestly stole the show that day. honestly, one you of the people tell
3: you're happy. I
2: walked away. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, this guy was on fire. I, I loved hearing him. And next time we go back, we'll be one of the first ones we invite back for sure.
4: <laughs> that, that means a lot, man. Thank yeah, you. I'm
2: not even gonna lie on that one. So, um, after you get to Nashville, though, you you get mixed in with the Bluebird Cafe a little bit. You just recently won this Golden Pick contest. Tell me a little bit about this one too.
4: Yeah, so that one, um, that actually that Bluebird happened back in uh, December of uh, 2021, so a couple of m- yeah. few months ago. And um, yeah, they they um, they host this Bluebird competition where every month they partner with uh, Taylor Guitars, and every month they pick uh, a songwriter that submits a song for this competition. And pretty much all you do is you just submit an original song to them, posting a video on Instagram, mm-hmm. doing a couple hashtags and stuff. Um, and after doing that, um, you wait to see a Bluebird messages you, and then they, you know, pick you as the songwriter of the month. Nice. Uh, in which case, you know, if you do, then you win an opportunity to play at the Bluebird. Uh, you also win a free guitar from Taylor Guitars and uh, like a whole bunch of other swag. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. And um, a buddy of mine, uh, Jacob Rice, uh, really talented singer songwriter. He won it back in February of 2021, and um, you know, I, I messaged him saying congratulations, and he messaged me back. He said, you know, dude, you should do it. You you'll totally get picked as one of the winners. You know, like he was just encouraging me to do it, yeah. and um, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I think I think I'll probably do it. And um, it's a kind of thing where you know you just submit once a month. If you don't get it, you know, the one month you could do it the next month okay. or so. And, um, I, but I didn't want to be like stacking them with so many songs, you know, I, I feel like they, you know, they listen and be like, oh, it's Michael Keyes again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, I, I actually submitted it, uh, I actually submitted one song in June for June, 2021. And I submitted a song called he did that I wrote, uh, for my dad. Um, they didn't pick it, but no worries. I just thought, you know, okay, maybe that wasn't a song. We'll, We'll wait for the song. And, uh, it was October of 2021 and I had just written a song with these friends of mine, uh Jesse Cofty, John Ashburn, Cole Miracle, uh Nick Cole Pepper, Cody Kelly. Like honestly, we were all just there just hanging out, mm-hmm. uh, catching up on old time. It was like Jesse's wife, she loves to cook. Uh, we went over at Jesse's and Je- and uh, Jesse's wife Kate just made us a whole bunch of food. <laughs> it's like, here guys, dude. come on in, have some food. Um, so um, we were all just hanging out, uh, catching up, and one of us goes, you know what, dude. We got a whole room full of songwriters. Let's write a song. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And uh, we wrote a song called Too Drunk to Drive. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny when people hear, first hear that title, you know, they think, oh, it's like, you know, like a fun little drinking song. But we actually put a twist on it. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just a, you know, a sad drinking song. And, you know, the hook line is, you know, make sure you're too drunk to drive to her house so you don't have to go and confront her you know it's it's a scenario for after a breakup and this guy's guy's drinking at his bar and he you know he wants to get too drunk to drive so yeah he doesn't go over to her house and confront her um but uh thank you uh so yeah i um i played at a couple rounds and i got a good response for it so i decided to make a video for it and um when i was good when i was just about to post a video i uh notice it was i saw like on my instagram like i guess like bluebird shared it like it was the last day to submit for the month Mm -hmm. um and i thought yeah why not and i did the whole thing like i did the hashtags and the tagging and all that stuff and a couple days later bluebird messaged me saying that i was chosen for december 2021 as their songwriter of the month i'm like no way that is awesome awesome. (laughs) that's awesome congratulations thank you thank you yes
3: very cool. It's a cool story.
4: Thank you. Yeah, so I, I got to play a bluebird. I got the guitar.
2: Yeah, um, he got a guitar. Yeah, as yeah, I say, he wasn't this story continues. Like he got a guitar out of this. Like <laughs> he won this whole thing. It was it was a pretty cool little thing that you do, man. It was it was cool. That was a nice guitar too. That I mean, that's a, that was a really nice thing, man, for them to do. And just really cool that
4: this is cool it's
3: to cool be, if They highlight songwriters. The highlight that oh, yeah, still mm-hmm.
2: juice from that yeah. i was just gonna
4: say too, like any any songwriters, anybody listen to this right now, Such uh, a it's honor. like this it's a it's a super easiest thing to do. Uh look up Bluebird bluebirdcafe.com, look up the golden pick. You can see all the rules. But I mean the you know, it's it's it doesn't have to be just from Nashville. Like, you, you could be from Chicago yeah. and still win. Oh, very and, cool. And they, yeah. And they just plan out like your trip, like, you know, okay, when do you want to come play for us? When do you want to get your guitar? So it's, it's really like just a global competition. You know, you're just posting on social media and that's yeah, it, man.
2: That, that's awesome. Dude. That is, I
4: love that story.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> love that. So I wrote down a few random things before we move on to our sponsored part of the night. Um, yeah, I read something about, you used to jump out of planes for a living, man. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, Not, <laughs> not for a living,
4: but I wish. Oh. <laughs> So I, uh, I saw a picture, but funny. so you, you skydiving a little bit or what was, was Oh, that? yeah. Yep. Yep. I, um, so I, I've been skydiving three times. Nice, and, man. Um, yeah, the first time I wanted to do it, I, I did it as actually a graduation gift. Um, so I, I graduated from college in 2015. Um, and my dad was like, well, you know, what do you want for a graduation gift? And I'm like, you know what? I want to go skydiving. <laughs> and, um, before, I mean, well, I should say, well, back back then i was a pretty heavy set dude um i was i was pushing like you know uh 300 pounds and um i decided i needed a change mm-hmm. um so i just lost like a whole bunch of weight i lost like you know 65 pounds i was you know dude, super skinny i was the same and- way
2: i was up i was 300 pounds too damn yeah. there i was like 280 something was i i think i went from 280 mm-hmm. to like 190 so
4: yeah so so um yeah, when I uh, lost all that weight, I just the one thing I wanted to do was just go skydiving because I feel like you know I I made the weight requirement now I like, can you know, I just go in there and just and uh yeah, it was something I always wanted to do and um when I I remember first being on that airplane and just like freaking out and getting like the <laughs> adrenaline pumping and everything and uh but jumping out of it like that free fall it was amazing.
3: Dude. Um, I'm Dude. like having anxiety you telling <laughs> me that story it's, it's like it's, I'm like getting nervous like I'm sweating
4: did
2: your brother get that for like a, so, a present too? it's like, so funny
3: <laughs> I think my mom's watching I think for my brother's graduation my mom got him a gift card and I don't think he ever used no, it I don't think he ever did it
2: I remember you telling me or that or
3: maybe I can't remember if it was for his wedding or his graduation I don't remember but I think it was
2: his college graduation I don't, I don't because, think
3: he um, ever went
2: yeah I don't know Maybe I'd be like uh, I'd be like the whole Tim McGraw song. If like I knew like I have like twenty four hours or forty Mm-mm. hours left to live, like all right, throw my ass out of the plane. You, I don't,
3: won't, right? you won't even fly oh, no. for vacation. I know. What I do you say, mean you're gonna it, jump out of a plane? If, if
2: I'm gonna jump out of a plane, <laughs> it's for a reason. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, that was a good story,
3: but you made me nervous just listening <laughs> to it. it it's, it's totally I will never really jump never. out of a plane. It, it's
4: it I I admit it is scary once you're on a plane, but once you fall, it's totally worth it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, cool. Good for you. <laughs> that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I believe. I will believe you. I. I, I just don't think I'll ever oh do that. Oh my god,
2: that's funny. <laughs> I love no the, little, fine. the little cheer. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my mom funny. said
3: my mom said he asked for it but he chickened, he chickened out. out
2: oh hey he, so. he chickened out um and then i i saw you went to eric church in nissan stadium i was at the show too man it was a hell of a show You that show? oh man i love that oh, show. so the show the show is named after eric church all this stuff you see behind us is all eric church memorabilia i started following oh, yeah, you go, no yeah obviously yeah, yeah i started following him early on i know yeah you and i talked a little bit about it before but Tell me about just from being an artist and being in that stadium and watching that because I mean, he still does, I think he still does hold the record until so Garth goes and plays his show there. He does, yeah, he does. So he still does um, hold the record right now. But tell me, seeing that crowd and this, that show, that kind of a show in that stadium, dude.
4: Yep, I I was uh, I was up in the nosebleeds for that one. I was like, I was yeah, yeah, I was like the two 300 section, whatever. Like, I um, I remember my mom. My mom and my my sister and her friend were coming to t- coming to town, and um, I'm like, oh, we should we should uh, we should do something for you know for you guys. And then uh, that's that's when I found out Eric Church was playing that week, and I'm like, we gotta go to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we all got tickets. We went to the nosebleeds, and yeah, just seeing like that whole sea of people from up there, it was oh, it was amazing. And like Eric Church as a performer too. Um, I I remember just standing there. And I'm like, I need, I need a drink because I need a drink for when, uh, uh, drink in the my hand? Drink in my hand. I need, I need a drink. I need a drink in my hand. So I'm ready for a drink of mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. man. when, when I, he first announced it and everybody's like, Oh, we're going to get pit. We're going to hang out overnight. We're going to do this. We're gonna do that. I was like, dude, I want the furthest away from the stage I could get. So I literally went all the way up top, like, for this corner, and I was there. And actually, a couple people, I think is like head of merch, and a couple other guys from his team came up there and sat with me, hung out with me. And they're like, Why are you so far away? I'm like, Dude, I want to see it all. Like, I saw him from playing bars with five people. Now I see him playing a stadium with 50,000. This is pretty right. cool. Yep. <laughs> so, awesome. but I could look out and see the Nashville skyline and everything. And it was just a really yep. cool show to take in. Yep. So,
4: yeah. Know. And he but, went, to, he went into the pit afterwards, too. Like, just, talking to everybody like man i kind of wish i had pit tickets now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did. Well, did you
2: i don't know if you heard this story a bunch of my my friends and everything they went out the night before to camp out and started the pit line probably like six seven o'clock at night the night before and eric was sound checking like 11 o'clock at night or whatever and around 1 30 1 o'clock he came out with a bottle of jack daniels hung out with those 20 for I don't know, half an hour 40 minutes and drank
4: with them that's awesome yeah, yeah dude, i didn't
2: there's still a picture floating around. I'll have to find that picture and send it to you. There's a picture about 20 of Church churches hanging out, man, just drinking a bottle. But so after he sound checked, he went out and hung out with them. And I'm like, that's the kind of guy he's uh, he is, dude. I'm like, I like
4: that guy. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. You just never yeah. know
2: when you do little things like that. So. This
4: episode is powered by Poddex.
1: Poddecks are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster, looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations,
4: you're gonna to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code
1: What's the code? Fast on Memphis.
4: Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level.
2: Well, we're going to move on to our, our Powered by Poddex sec- section of the night. You, uh, during the writer's round, you kind of got a little taste of this. So at the end of the round, oh, yeah. we were asking everybody a couple questions. And I pulled a couple cards earlier for you. And uh, the first one was thinking about the best live shows you've got, you've seen. So we were just talking to the church one a little bit. What about them made uh, made them your favorites? Uh, was it a great sound, a great crowd, or maybe a memorable moment for you? Yeah.
4: Um probably one of my favorite live shows um one of my favorites was probably uh Brad Paisley Ooh. and what what made it so special was um this, this was back in 2009 at First Midwest Bank Amphitheater and um I was you know all, all the way in the lawn seats like in the back and uh you know there's there's a stage up there and Brad's you know playing and it's cool and all but then he comes out like do, he's going through the crowd and apparently there's like a stage set up like right by yeah. the lawn where like everybody could see him. And I thought, dude, that is so cool. <laughs> like he's, like he, we, we could, we could have paid like so much more money to see him up front if we wanted to, but I mean, we paid for yeah, these man. lawn seats and he's like coming over here to see <laughs> us. Like, that is, that is awesome. And um, it, it was just like a stripped down acoustic version. Like he, he did. Um, I'm still a guy. And like a letter to me, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like being, being that moment, that was just really cool. Um, Another, uh, another live show. One of my favorites was Keith Urban. Um, he's one of one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, uh, he just had great sound, great energy throughout the whole show, and you know, such an entertainer too. I mean, he—I remember he brought up these people up, to, these people from the crowd to come up and sing. And of course, I'm one of the nerds. I'm like big, 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 big. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, he's such an entertainer where he, you know, he knows who he's picking. Like he picks, you know, just you know, uh, you know, uh, he picks a woman, he picks a drunk dude, and he. Picks a li- <laughs> He picks a little kid. And a child. I would say
3: it's always a kid, right? Yeah, he, he, picks, he picks
4: a child. And, you know, they're doing a singing competition. And, of course, the kid is going to win. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he gets the kid up there. And then the kid's singing with them. And I'm like, little oh, bastard. <laughs> That's um, funny you talk about Brad
2: Paisley like that, man. I remember it was late 90s, same amphitheater, man, out there in Tinley Park. My dad and I went and saw Aerosmith. And they did that. All the guys, man, they went out. And they're actually, theirs was in the lawn, like right there in the front of the lawn. And they did Dream On, and I forgot the other song. But it, it was so cool, dude, just to see like Steven Tyler and all these guys just walking through the crowd with their guitars and just going to this little stage. I'm like, all right, this yep. is going to be cool. Yeah,
4: Keith, Keith did that too. He he walked around on his yeah, guitar. Yeah. He actually walked like right past me and uh, I slapped him in the ass but we'll get to that
3: mm. later. So, so, <laughs> so, so I'm
2: going to tell you, man, when you get to the, play these arenas, if you don't have those little stages in the back, I'm, I'm going to Remember the people gonna, in like, hey, the back. I'm going to come back <laughs> and be like, all right, Jay, we talked about this. Where's your stage in the back? You need one. <laughs> yep, yep. So I love that, man. So the next one I had is you're on an eight-hour drive between shows, and you stop at a gas station for snacks. What three items are you gonna grab?
4: Oh man, I relate to that a lot. Just going back <laughs> to Chicago, like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's about like six-hour drive, six-seven-hour drive. Mm. But yeah, I, I go back and visit family a lot, and I do shows up there. Um, but yeah, so my go-to snacks: uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Love me some Reese's, um, and then I've gotten I've gotten into uh, the Cheetos puff corn. Um, it's like, this, like it's it's like this cheddar like um it's like it's like uh what what's it called like Cheetos puffs but okay. in like popcorn shape. Okay. And, yeah, they're really good. They're really uh, addicting. Okay.
3: Um, so, <laughs> I like Cheetos and I like popcorn, so I feel like I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sounds uh, intriguing. And, we and
4: then, <laughs> and then, uh, if I'm recovering from a hangover, it's Gatorade. Yeah. Um, it's, if not, it's sweet tea. Right. Sweet tea, yeah. We definitely love some sweet tea here.
3: Not sure. peaks. Yep. Do you drink peaks sweet tea? What is, is it? Peaks. peaks?
4: What are you talking about peaks? I, 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 think, I think it's called peaks. No, no it's I, peaks. I don't, I don't like peaks.
3: Ooh, sweet tea, awful. You're a Milo's.
4: Yeah, you're a Milo's. Milo's tea. sweet oh, tea. tea. Oh, yeah. But some of the gas really. stations doesn't have Milo's. Yeah. 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 We just started oh, carrying
3: it up here though.
4: Yeah, we, couple years ago we didn't used to have it. Yeah, I would get it all the
3: time. When I worked at Magnolia, I'd get.
2: Milo's in the
3: cafeteria
0: My,
2: you and your <laughs> <laughs> I love that alright man th- this next section is going to be a little fun and I, I, I kind of did a little digging we're going to see so I, I got four songs we're going to play about five second clip of them and the first kind of memory you have from this song we'll, we'll talk about uh, go ahead the yellow one so I had to throw a church song in there but hometown Eric Church man when you hear that song where does it take you
4: it takes me to an East Sound Stadium. Um, just hear, hearing it play that live, that was awesome.
2: Dude, that's insane that night he did that. Yep. yep. That is, just, I I loved it. And just, I don't know, that was probably one because it was in Nashville and just that entire stadium just erupted. Yep. I hate that green one. All right, out last night, like Kenny Chesney, man. I'm sure that song popped up in the, the Rockstar Rodeo days.
4: <laughs> yep, yes, yes, it did. Uh, that that takes me back to high school. You know, those you know backyard parties. Um, I, I remember hear, hearing that just on the stereo, and then you know just singing along to that. Uh, so yeah, that, that takes me back to those um you know those old high school days. Nice. Uh, hit green one more time.
2: I know you're in those party bands, so I'm
4: sure you had a little bit. Uh, of a black eye. Come on, where's that sound? Oh man, it? It, yeah, it, it takes <laughs> me to uh, to one of my li- one of my live shows, um, Bourbon Street. Oh uh-huh. um, yeah. So yeah, pl- playing those shows like what, I, we we don't play in the band, but that's yeah. the song that they play once you know the band is done yep. playing. So, like, just to keep the people you know pumping and entertained, mm-hmm. and as like, we're breaking down, I'm on the stage, like, still, I'm, I'm like the hype man for everybody in the crowd. I'm like, Come on, get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that. So they, they play that song just to keep the crowd going, and the like, the band is breaking down. You know, the drummers you know, taking off the drums and bass player stuff, but me with just a microphone, I'm like, What am I gonna do? I'm just gonna dance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. All right, go ahead and hit. Uh, what was it? The other one. Where is it taking you, man? When you're hearing some Blues Brothers doing that one,
1: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it,
4: it 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 takes me it takes me to the Blues Brothers days. You know, um, they, that takes me to uh, Bourbon Street again. Um, I actually competed in that, that one competition. I don't know if you guys heard of that, the it's a, it's a singing competition for the one. And mm-hmm. I dressed up as a Blues Brother and performed a Blues Brothers <laughs> song okay. for the competition. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, hearing that song it takes me back to that.
2: It's funny. Dude, I, I love that. So oh, all right, we're going to move on to our hot seat. So This is what we're going to We throw 10 quick questions together. Give about 60 seconds on the clock. I um, know I'll give you a little peek into the first one, so we're going to start there. Uh, go ahead and hit that. Yeah, there you go. The first vinyl you've ever purchased?
4: Um... To be honest, I never purchased a vinyl. Really? I was
3: just gonna say happen. we've never had anybody We say they haven't. Well, but what I, know, I bet I you he's I go,
4: say he I, doesn't have any. vinyl. I normally go CD uh,
2: sometimes, but I'm like, I want to see if he had any vinyl. Oh, uh, well, so what's the first CD you ever purchased? Then we'll do
4: that. Uh, first CD uh, when I was a kid, like that Kids Bob, Kids uh, Bob CD.
3: Those <laughs> now, remember those now CDs? Yes, yes. Now My, 1999.
4: Mine was a cassette. <laughs> I love, I love those Kids Bob now songs. Mine was a cassette. <laughs> those are so, yeah, fun. I'll
2: definitely date myself there. So, all right, the next one. If you had an endless supply of something, what would you,
4: what would you want it to be? Ooh, that's a good question. <sighs> endless, endless supply. Of Luminati's deep dish pizza.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, we hanging out now. we we hanging out. <laughs> yeah, we hanging
4: out. <laughs> I need that down here. So, okay, so we'll this next scratch one. Scratch
3: the next one.
2: Who has the best pizza ever? <laughs> that was we the go, next question. Go. So there we go. <laughs> All right. The strangest thing you've ever seen in the middle of the road. Um.
4: Oh man, I gotta think about it. Uh, I would probably just say like a dead animal. Yeah. Right. Who's yeah, that they saw? Somebody- seen a lot of it on the, the road. No. Wait no 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry I remember now I remember now I know this is hot seat I'm trying to speed up. Oh, oh we've good. never yeah, we've yeah, never now, accomplished
3: yeah. we, it in sixty we, seconds. Yeah we still
2: saying. go through it no matter what. <laughs>
3: we've never <laughs> finished in
4: sixty. <laughs> um, yeah so it was um, they're they're just building this median and um, I guess they didn't level it enough yet. So this guy uh, was I guess was turning into this median but he like it was just this big hump. So his tire was over this hump. Uh, And he couldn't get his car out. So when I was was driving around the Grange and I just saw this car just sitting here, I'm like, that sucks, bro. Oh, man.
3: Why does that sound like something? So
4: you would (laughs) do? It it just started building the median. So he probably didn't know that they had medians now.
3: Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That very much sounds like something I would do. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
4: Uh, that,
2: that, that, yeah, I can see that. Because it's stationary. You hit everything on stationary. If it's moving, you're fine. You won't hit it. Yeah, I
3: haven't
2: for a while. <laughs> Do you rather drive or fly?
4: I'd rather fly. Okay. All right. What's you one too. thing
2: people buy that you feel is a waste of money?
4: Um, hmm. Water bottles. Oh, okay. All right. We We're, get water from the sink, and there's filtered water too. So I mean, just uh, like yeah. I, I, I have a thermos that I carry around with me. So you just
2: refill it. All right, I like that. Yeah. Where did you go on a first date? So think of any of your any of your first dates you ever had. Maybe the 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 craziest one you ever had. Where did you go?
4: Ah, uh, craziest first date. Okay. Um, craziest first date. Probably because you know I I didn't know it was a date. Um, it was um back in my delightful downfall days, and I was selling tickets, and this girl. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'll totally come to your show. And we met up at the mall and uh, we were walking around the mall <laughs> and um, she never once brought out the show. Like she started talking to me and conversing with me and I'm like, is this a date? <laughs> I, th- I thought I was just selling you tickets to a show, but okay. And it was just strange because, you know, she, she was acting awkward the whole time and I'm like, e- yeah, so y- are you coming to the show or not?
3: <laughs> so you're going to buy some tickets yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. what are we doing here? you,
2: you going to help your brother out or what? <laughs> I just don't know. There's a lot of food questions. In this well, I was morning. just gonna I say, I, I feel like the next up. question: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: good.
2: Where's your go-to for dinner in Chicago, and it can't be Lumonati's? <laughs> no, that's not really So if um, you're gonna go, go to- if you're gonna go with a sit-down dinner, where are you gonna go? Sit-down dinner. Yeah. Okay. Um.
4: I I'd have to say, uh, this pasta restaurant in my hometown uh, called Rocco Vino's. Okay. Yeah. It's a little little local uh local pasta pasta shop. Uh so I love go I love going in there. We'll write that one down. We'll check yeah, that one out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's an it's an
4: orange park off right. Homer
2: we, okay. we, we Glen. You never know, we're always lost somewhere on the road. <laughs> 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 we always are getting lost on the road out there. What's your favorite
4: microwaveable food? Uh sausage egg biscuits. Oh sausage, egg and cheese biscuits. That's a first. That's a first. first on that one yeah jimmy first. jimmy delight sasha's egg and... yeah i love, I love
2: that. that all right so all right the last one i mean it's definitely an off the wall hot seat but uh do you, you won the, the golden pick at the uh bluebird going all the way back to your high school talent show the country thunder days you got to do some really cool stuff what is still on your bucket list to accomplish in the music industry man while you're while you're down in nashville
4: My bug my bucket list really is just to walk in, like walk into a gas station like I'm pumping up gas and just uh you know have somebody pull up next to the gas station and like just be playing my music out, out of their car or I mean just walking into a gas station or a store and just hearing my music on their playlist their loop of a list or something like that so I'd, I, I think that just be a goal of mine, like just walking in out of nowhere out of nowhere and just hearing hearing my song somewhere. that I that I'm not playing it. I'm that's like, oh cool. yeah, that's that's me.
2: <laughs> that, dude, cool. that, that would be cool. Yeah. I like awesome. that, man. That's that's a cool that's, that's I like that answer. That's one of the that's one of the original ones. So uh well I know we're running a little late, so we're not gonna do the after show we were gonna do. So we're gonna <laughs> that do that. So <laughs>
4: yeah, it's okay. We're gonna
2: we're we're gonna wrap up with two songs. Uh one of them we're gonna do well, my choice. And then the other one, we can do your choice on that. Yeah. Uh, the first one uh, I want to talk a little bit about definitely has to be Hang Up. Um, tell me a little bit where the song came <laughs> yeah. from. Um, researching, I mean, I, I was able to read it, but it was like 4th of July, you're on your way to a gig. Uh, tell me from there, man, where the song where did, where did it go?
4: Um. Yeah, I was on my way to a gig, and I get a call from my mom, and uh, she's at a 4th of July party, and uh, it's like, you know, my close family there. And my brother showed up with, like, you know, my nieces and nephew, and you know, my mom was just like, "Yeah, I just want to give you a call. Everyone's here, you know, except, except you. I just wanted to call and just say, you know, we love you, and miss you, you know, hope, hope you're having a good day." And um, I and in that phone call, like, I was trying so hard to keep my composure and just tell her, like, you know, I like, thank you and I love you too. But then as soon as I hung up the phone, I just started bawling. Mm. I was, I was crying. I was so, oh man, I was just so. Yeah, man. so are, so heartbroken after that because um it, it's like mo- moving to Nashville has been such a dream. You know, I'm playing these shows, I'm writing these songs. It's great and all, but um le- leaving home was honestly the hardest thing I could yeah, do because yeah. I can leave leave my family, leave my leave my mom, leave leave everything I know to start fresh. And you know, the first the first few months, you know, living down there was just really hard. But um you know, I've I've grown to. Uh, going to grow out of it, and I know I still got a place back in Chicago if I ever, mm-hmm. you know, decide to go back home. Um, I, I know I still got people up there, and I know I still got family uh, that love and support me. Um,
2: we well, got two more, <laughs> you
4: got two more out of that list now, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, my, my home is here in Tennessee for sure, uh, here in the south, and but I, I always love my people up in Chicago, so when I I kind of wanted to write a little song just to talk about um, missing Mama. And uh, I wanted to write that story. So I wrote, um, I got together to write with a couple of friends of mine, Brandon Whitley, J. Kyle Reynolds, and uh, Todd Williams Jr. And we were all just going in a circle, like talking about what we want to write. And um, I told them the story and they're like, that is a great story. We need we need to write that. Um, so I, I it definitely would have been possible for us for their help. You know they're yeah, such great co-writers on the song. And uh, at that time, I was talking to uh, Grady Saxman, uh, who's a very uh, popular man in the country music industry. He's helped songs for Luke Combs, helped for Trey Lewis, a uh, couple of couple of other uh, big artists in town. Yeah, uh, I was I was talking to him and like wanted to work a song with him. So mm-hmm. as soon as I wrote that song, we want to uh, say the
2: big the big name from just Trey Lewis hit. <laughs> i love that yeah
4: but yeah yeah I, I sent that to him and uh he went to work on it and uh that was actually like my first nashville cut uh because uh, these other songs that i had uh, written released before that i uh, released them in uh, chicago uh well from a chicago producer yeah. and um, so this was my first national cut so seeing, seeing that going to work and all the musicians and everything get together which is amazing. Um, and then how it turned out to you know as soon as, I, as soon as I first heard it I cried I loved it and um, even then like sometimes I'll still hear it I'll, I'll still get a little teary out every now and, then. <laughs> um, and yeah and then I released it and it actually you know ended up being one of my uh, uh, favorite songs from a lot of fans I, I I get a lot of people coming up to me you know saying like dude that hang-up song I, I get that I relate to that and um so yeah it's it's it's, um that's the story of hang up i love it man well we're gonna give you the stage
2: and we'll come right back after this song man i can't wait i'm definitely gonna meet myself come probably gonna be singing along for this (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll be back after this song so
0: Call to see me like she always does to check on me shooting the breeze and catching up she wanted to know that i was coming home from living my life on that lonesome road but what she don't know is i can't wait to when I hang up then I break down Just a gypsy with a six-string and a dream Chasing melodies that I hope she can hear someday And I don't know why I try to hide No, I don't mean to lie But I just can't see to find the truth Until I hang up Dropped the phone right beside me in that passenger seat. Decided to take a late night slow drive up 16. Only I know the reason why I had to let her go. But what she don't know is I didn't want to. see with a six-string and a dream. Chasing melodies that I hope she can
4: hear someday.
0: And I don't know why I try to hide. No, I don't need to lie. But I just can't seem to find the truth. I. I'll be alright I'm a some cowboy In the night But living this life in this town Ain't what it seems Cause when I hang up Man I break down Just a gypsy With a six string and a dream Chasing my That I hope you can hear someday And I don't know why I try to hide no, I told me to lie, but I just can't seem to find the truth. And I don't realize just how much I need you oh, to lie. I hang oh, to oh, lie.
2: dude i love
3: it <laughs> good job dude nice.
2: i love that one dude I, when you sang it a couple weeks ago it just did hit the spot i mm-hmm. looking because like you talked and your mom was in the crowd i love that man because it just put everything together man while we we're doing the whole show just to have have family there and everything else. I didn't know, man. Like, they told us, like, oh, yeah, we could allow kids in there. I'm like, well, next time, we're going to bring the kids.
4: <laughs> we, we have
2: a five- and seven-year-old. So, I'm like, we're going to bring the kids next time for sure then. so
4: That's awesome. In
2: the fall. We're coming back in the fall, guys. Watch for us. We're going to be back and doing another Sweet. one. not Yes. I can't Come wait. on back. Yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah, it was a fun one. So, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, man. It was a hell of a lineup, too. So, um wonderful now, song. Now that now uh, we did my my pick, so now your pick, man. Uh it mm-hmm. could be any when you think from your arsenal, something new you're working on, something old, something with a good story. But my only rule is it has to be yours and you gotta tell us the story on it.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um I wonder I was watching. I was I was thinking of the two drunk to drive song, but I already explained that. Um maybe maybe I might do something different. Um so this song um I actually uh Wrote this uh, with Daniel Sitch and Becca Ray. It's not released yet. Um, and I wrote it. Uh, well, actually, the person that inspired this song was my uh, beautiful fiance. Nice. Uh, she's a lawyer and uh, she works all these insane hours. And um, I just uh, wanted to write a song about how hardworking she is and about how you know when you when you come on home, you know, I just want you to relax. I want you to chill, and I just want you to hang out. Um, And uh, so we wrote this song called Turn You Off.
2: Okay. All right. We'll give you the stage, man. I can't Mm -hmm. wait for this one. I don't
0: know how you do it, but watching you makes me tired. You're the picture of grace under fire That boss don't deserve you You want to be running that show It's easy to see how hard you've been working So baby, when you get back home You won't need those heels on No living room lights on just an old love song That's slow and soft I'll be your shoulder to lean on I'll let the weight that you take on With me you don't have to be on Let me turn you off Let me turn you off Let me turn you off Straight that skirt for a t-shirt, let your head down for a moment. You can be you, baby, nobody's looking, just let the night go where it's going. You don't have to save the world, let's just be a boy and girl, you won't need those heels on, no living room lights on. Just an old love song That's slow and soft I'll be a shoulder to lean on
1: I'll lift the weight that you take on
0: With me you don't have to be on Let me turn you off Let me turn you off Let me turn you off Should it down, cuddle up, cause right now it's only us. see you, only those years on, no living room lights on, just an old love song, that's slow and soft shoulder to lean on I'll lift the weight that you take on With me you don't have to be on Let me turn you off Let me turn you off Let me turn you off Baby let me turn you
2: off i love that one man what'd you I think felt
3: the love i smi- I was <laughs> literally smiling from ear to ear the whole time i was oh, i totally man. felt the love i was like oh Thank my god that's amazing you. Thank you very much. that was so great michael i love that that
2: was a badass song man oh
3: yeah. i all did the
4: hard, all the hard-working women in the world man they all deserve a chance to just turn it off and you know my hardworking woman, she inspired
3: that one. So That's amazing. We know
2: who won your first downloads with you for sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I loved it. I really loved it. That's awesome.
2: Dude, I love that, man. Man, I, I appreciate all the difficulties we had tonight and getting this together. But I'm glad we were able to pull this show together and make it work, man. This was awesome.
1: So much I fun. I love talking mm-hmm. with you, dude.
4: Thank you. A, Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Jalen. This
1: is yeah. so much fun, Yeah, I
2: feel like this is the start of a long relationship here with you, man. Because we we're definitely yeah. going to be in your corner for a long time coming, man. Because I, I love the music you're putting out, yeah. dude. I, I love that you like the soul too. Like you have that like that you soul like a, to it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I think this is, those rock days are coming through a little bit, man. I, that's why <laughs> yeah, I love I, I try to put a little,
4: little bit of that in uh, my songs, you know. trying to do that rock edge in there. Uh, It's
2: a
3: great sound. Any plans
2: of bringing the band up here or doing anything uh, in Chicago this summer at all?
4: Um, I'd love to get a gig going in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just doing gigs right now here in Tennessee, but um, I'd love to like you know find out any any places you know that are live music. Just see see where I could get somewhere.
2: Man, well if I hear anything, well let's see if we could get you up here, man. I I know.
4: Yeah, try somewhere in Kenosha too.
2: Yeah, dude, for sure. That would be a good one too. Up in Kenosha somewhere. That'd be a fun one. Absolutely. So. I was talking to Clayton Shea around town, a good buddy of mine. And I'm like, do you need to get up here in this area. He goes, you find anything, let me know. So we might have to put something together. Yeah. it be kind of fun. <laughs> get a couple of you guys. We wanted to, come to do a round way. up here. Yeah. One of these days, we'll see what happens. See if we can
3: get around mm-hmm. going.
2: Yeah, we'll see, we'll see if we can figure out something. That'd be fun. <laughs> Chicago needs some more original music up here for yes. sure. So. Yes. Well, dude, thanks again for everything. Like I said, we're definitely gonna be in your corner. Um, anytime you're getting ready to release anything, let us know, man. We'll hype it up as much as we can for you, dude. dude so thank you guys. We appreciate it, man. And thank you. And have a great night, dude. We'll talk soon.
4: Thank you, Aaron.
0: Thank you, Julian. Bye.
3: Take uh, care.
2: Take care, man. Take care. That was a fun. That was a fun one. I had yeah, blast with I'm,
3: him. I'm. Uh, thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. We yeah. had all those tech issues at the beginning but um we worked it, it out was it was a out. it was an awesome be show fun,
2: fun editing tomorrow but we worked it out
3: nah it was a great <laughs> show i'm so happy that that he stuck it out with us and didn't give up yeah, he was, was determined like, yeah, well, that's why i love it i loved
2: it i loved it i loved it it was definitely a fun one it, it's been a long week so but uh Man, that, that, that song hang up. I, I was just looking through my thing. Um, so he had we talked about his great sax. But Brandon Ray, a lot of people don't know Brandon Ray sang harmonies on the song. So if you guys mm. go and download, it and you guys think you hear a, a, a little voice in the background, you probably do. So mm, very cool. But that was awesome. So man, are you looking forward to crawling in bed tonight? <laughs> So late I am. It's so been a late long. night last night. We, we covered <laughs> so we went out to uh, Milwaukee to the rave and, uh, that, and uh, Rosemont's probably jam jam packed tonight for Restless Road, but we went and check them out last night they were really
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah, what an amazing group of guys. Literally, so guys. much fun.
2: So we've been so editing nice. the interview and the pictures and review yeah. and get it up soon on the site but uh, yeah, they
3: were awesome. Definitely was
2: highly impressed with this show last night. So if you guys are Anywhere, uh, check out Restless Road. The tour is mm-hmm. called Bar Friends Tour. And you guys are going to like it. Especially you guys are Eric Church fans out there. Because I kind of gave you guys a little shout out in our interview. But there's a song called Bar Friends. Listen to it. You'll see what I'm talking about. You'll like it. So <laughs> <laughs> It was a fun one. But uh, thank you guys again for joining us tonight on episode 124 with Michael Keyes. Uh, we had a blast talking with him tonight. The passion I see in him and the lyrics, he is, he's here to stay for a long time. Um, but make sure you check out Michael wherever you download your music. And uh, we want to wish him nothing but the best. Like we said, we're going to be in his corner for as long as we can uh, and definitely hype him up and try to get his music heard by as many people as we can because I really think he has a message worth hearing. And we love that we be able will cross paths with this guy. So uh, we can't wait to see what he accomplishes in 2022 and see what shows he's going to be out on about. So don't forget to catch up on everything you missed tonight and past episodes at com. And we will see you guys Monday night. Give me another good one. So we'll see you
1: guys then. The Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast with Aaron Shriver is brought to you by Arlo Revolution. As we close the book on another chapter, remember, music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Next week, Aaron connects more melodies and memories with other fans and the artists they love. Thanks for being a part of this musical journey, and we'll see you next time on the Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast with Aaron Shriver.